Good morning. How's everyone doing? Feeling good? Looking good? Well, I'm going to open us in prayer, and then we can, uh, we're going to be changing how we do things a tad. We're still going to have uh, announcements after this, but I'm going to ask that if you do have an announcement, if you want to come up and speak from this mic, um, yeah, we're currently uh, broadcasting our our service this morning online for those who aren't able to show up this morning. So there's no pressure. We still are a uh, body of Christ sharing with one another. We're still wanting to lift one another up. And yeah, we'll, we'll fine tune this. This is kind of a Chris Mo- Riddle Moser's out of his brain this morning. So it's kind of neat that we get to do this, but we'll fine tune as things progress. But uh, in the meantime, let's open in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Lord, not just in this church, in this building, Lord, but across the community. Lord, you are, you are in our presence this morning. Whether we're in our homes, wherever we're at, God, you still meet with us. We thank you for establishing this body of believers in this community, Lord. I pray that we are one in spirit, Lord, this morning, one in, in mind, in soul, in, in song, whatever it is. Lord, we thank you for how you move within us. We thank you how you allow us to move with you when you do move. Lord, I pray this morning that you bless us, that you allow us to to feel your presence. And Lord, just help us to um, come alongside one another, to encourage those who need encouraging, to, to whether, if, even if it's providing physical needs, allow us to, to see and hear the needs and meet those. Lord, we thank, we thank you for who you are and what you've done. Mm-hmm. And in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Rich, do you want to come on up? Well, that's not a bad crowd. Praise the Lord. Just like to just remind everybody that God is still in control, right? Praise the Lord. So does anybody have anything they'd like to share? I think I would like to, what I think is going to be neat is after a little bit of time goes by, we're going to be able to just share some really miraculous stories. God does miracles through these kind of, you know, critical incidents and things, and you'll see the true heart of people coming out, and uh, you'll see a lot of good things from this, so just have, keep your faith, and God is in control, and just continue to love one another. Does anybody have anything they'd love to share? John. Talking to this? Um, I slept really good last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. I just slept really good. I read my Bible before I went to bed, and I slept really good. And I got up about 5, and it wasn't quite light yet, and I didn't want to wake up Jill because she was sleeping on the sofa. She'd come down during the night. And so I just sat there. I built up the fire, and I started thinking about all God was doing. And I remembered these verses in Lamentations. Um, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, his mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. And then the song goes, new every morning, great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. And I was just so encouraged. And I just, I'm not a very good singer, but I just sort of sat there singing softly to myself, different hymns I knew, and, and remembering scripture verses I'd memorized. And I just had a, walked in a real sense of peace all morning. 
because I just knew, you know, God wasn't up in heaven wringing his hands and saying, oh, no, what's next? You know, what am I going to do about this? You know, he's, right. he's not caught off guard. And I was just right. encouraged about that. So that's what I wanted to share. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And you're exactly right. Praise the Lord. His word is good. The Holy Spirit is good. Somebody else? Got a shy group. Terry, did you have something? Yeah. That's why nobody's coming up here. All right, I just want to say, let's remember Michaela's mom. She's going in for um, surgery for her um, breast cancer this week. So if we could remember her in prayer, that'd be awesome. And I know we're all praying for this nation, Second Chronicles 714, humble yourselves and pray, but not just for the nation, for the healing of this virus, but the healing of people, the mm -hmm. salvation of souls to the Lord. So. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that, Terry. Anybody else while you're thinking about it? Otherwise, we're just going to start the worship service. Okay. Before we get started, I want to uh, read Psalms 46 for everyone. Um, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought to the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow, shatters the spear, and burns the shield with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress.
In the middle of 
generation standing on the truth in each and every nation God is on the move I see a generation standing on the truth in each and every nation God is on the move God is on the move on the move hallelujah God is on the move in many mighty ways. God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. God is on the move, on the move today. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served I know, I know, I know, I know God is on the move, on the move Hallelujah God is on the move in many mighty ways God is on the move, on the move Someone falls upon their knees or dares to speak the truth that sets men free. Anytime the choice is made to stand upon the word, I know, I know, I know, I know. God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. God is on the move in many mighty ways. God is on the move, on the move. Oh, God is on the move, on the move. 
a generation standing on the truth in each and every nation god is on the move i see a generation standing on the truth in each and every nation god is on the move Anytime the gospel stirs a certain soul And someone says, send me, here I go I know, I know, I know, I know I know, I know, I know, I know I know, I know, I know, I know God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah
You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail, but there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith. I will call upon your name. 
just to
I think we'd have to admit that things just feel a little bit different uh, in every part of our lives, you know, but I've been uh, thinking about this and I guess I just want to throw out the question, why do we have to wait for a disaster before we as a church begin to look outside of our walls? I was thinking... Uh, Wednesday night we had our men's Bible study and we were talking actually out of the middle of Acts and it was where uh, the Gentiles began to receive the word but prior to that Jesus had said you know to his disciples tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be, be filled with power from on high and once that happens you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world well apparently they stayed in Jerusalem because they didn't leave until persecution came and when the persecution came, then they began to fan out and go throughout the country and share the word. And uh, 
You know, I was just thinking about that. It just seems like we as a church sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing and thinking, you know, that we're doing exactly what God wants us to do. And God is saying, no, I want you to look a little bit farther out. I want you to get out of your complacency, you know, and begin to move out, to, to stretch the cords of your tent, you know, and to strengthen your tent stakes and things like that. But uh, I was thinking about that also because Peter was in a home and uh, God had to appear to him and talk to him in a language that Peter could understand. And he let down a, a sheet that had all kinds of animals on it. And he, he told Peter, come on, you know, kill these things and eat. And Peter says, oh, not so, Lord. I've never touched anything that's unclean in my life. And uh, the Lord said to him, what I've called clean, don't you call unclean. And uh, he did this three times. And uh, after it was all over and the sheet was taken up, there were three Gentiles standing at Peter's door. And uh, so it really spoke to me, you know, how God has to sometimes just do things in a, I guess you could say in a disastrous manner to get us to think about what we're doing, you know, and where we're going. I've just been listening throughout the week and just uh, so many people have been talking about what can we do for those around us, which is great. I love that, but why did it have to come to this? You know, I, I know that God is stirring up our nation, both unsaved and saved. You know, but how far will it go? You know, we look back at 9-11, and, you know, we heard reports of churches being full after that happened. I think we could probably check those same churches today, and they're probably not full any longer. You know, we, we have a tendency to forget and to just kind of get comfortable and safe where we're at and we don't really want to stretch out i want to talk to you this morning about doing i want you to realize god is a doer i i I think it was an old tv show when i was very young called romper room and they had doobie on there do be and don't be, you know. We are to be doers. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. Deceiving only yourselves. You know, you're not deceiving anyone else when you're not doing what God asks you to do. And I was just thinking about this. God has been speaking to us so much about listening to his voice. And hearing that whisper as he speaks to us. But you know, that does us no good if we don't do what he asks us to do. We're just deceiving ourselves. I was thinking about, in, that was in James 1.22. Also in James, there's, James is talking about faith. And he says, know ye not that faith without works is dead. And it seems like we, you know, there's always that question in the church. Well, we're not saved by works, so how do the works fit in? And I just thought of this this morning be doers of the word well whose word is it it's God's word it's what God is asking us to do and it's it's not necessarily that it's this word this written word that we have that exactly speaks to us out of it but it will have the same principle it will have the same goal it will have the same vision but God speaks to our heart to do things and when we do those things that is the work So it's not our works. It's God's works. So faith without works or doing what God has asked us to do through his word, 
is useless. It's dead. So I want to just get you thinking this morning about being a doer and the fact that God is a doer and also that God is able. Not only is he a doer, he is able to do whatever he wants done. And he gives us that same privilege. Uh, you know, we, were, we sang the song, God is on the move. He's always on the move. He's always on the move. We need to make sure that we're listening and following so closely. I want to turn to, I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 3 this morning. I want to start in verse 14. A group of us came here Thursday night to pray a little bit. and The Lord just impressed this scripture on me. It's down towards the end, but uh, we'll get to it. But the fact that he is able. But I just want to start out here in, in 14 and just uh, read what the, Paul was writing to the Ephesians. For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want you just to pay attention to this. This is a good thing to pray about in your prayer closet. That he would grant you according to the riches of his power to be strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That's what he's praying for. That God would grant you through the riches of his glory that you might be strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts. You know, in, in all actuality, if we're not doing what God is saying, the word is only getting into our head. Because the word should drive us to respond through our heart and from the heart. So we see here that he's praying that Christ would, be, or would dwell in your hearts by faith. Then he goes on that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ. See, when he's talking about the breadth, length, depth, and height, he's talking about the love of Christ. He wants you to know the full extent of Christ's love and that you know the love of Christ to its fullness, to every inch of its territory. Hallelujah. Which passes knowledge... That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Hallelujah. Now to him, and I want to just skip down to the next verse. Be glory in the church by Jesus Christ through all ages, world without end. That's really what we're, the whole sum of this is getting to. God, to God be the glory. He deserves the glory. Now I want to jump back up to 20 again. Now to him that is able to do. He not only does, he is able to do. I want you to think about this. What is God not able to do? I know probably the first thought that came to your mind, well, he can't fail. <laughs> That's just our kind of pat answer. But God can do anything he wants. He's able to do anything he wants.
The only thing is, he's got to do it through you. Read the rest of this scripture. Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that he has? No, that works in you. Have you ever seen that before? He's able to do exceeding abundantly in all things towards us, above all we ask or think, but it's according to the power that's working in you. Pretty quiet. We've got to realize this. That God is able to do anything. But he has to do it through us. He has to do it through us. He's not here on the earth preaching the gospel to the other people. That's our job. He's given us that responsibility, that privilege. Hallelujah. Be doers of the word. That's what he's saying here. What I tell you, that which I put within you, that's what you need to do. Because that's the only way that I can do exceeding abundantly on this earth. But I love this. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. It's, it's time we begin to stretch out. Begin to believe for better things. Hallelujah. I was thinking there's a scripture that says that the signs and wonders come to confirm the word. You know, and throughout my life I've thought, God, where are the signs and wonders? You know, haven't we been speaking your word? But I'm beginning to realize it's not about speaking the word only, it's about doing the word. When we begin to do the word, the signs and wonders will come. If you look through the New Testament at the disciples and what they were doing, they were out performing the things that God had asked them to do. And as they went, the signs and wonders came to confirm that the word that they were speaking and the word that they were doing or carrying out was true. I want to see those signs and wonders. So God is telling me, well, then begin to do what I ask you to do. Get that word out there. I want to go to Colossians chapter 1. I want to read verses 25 through 27. <clears throat> Verse 25. Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me to you to fulfill the word of God. This is what Paul was saying to the Colossians. And that should be our testimony today. We've been made ministers according to God's choosing so that we would be fulfill the word of God that he has given to us. Even the mystery which we sang about this morning, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, for now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Here we're coming back to the Christ being in us. That's God's glory. And it's about us listening and performing the word that God has asked us to do. We've been made ministers according to God's choosing. 
which is given to us to fulfill the word of God. It's not about having a grand uh, platform to speak from. It's not about having a large church. It's about fulfilling the word of God that's been given to us. It's about doing what God asks us to do. Being doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving only our own selves. Hallelujah. I, wanna, I think I'm going to close here in John. John chapter 5. Verse 19. Um, maybe I'll just lay a little bit of foundation here to this scripture. Jesus has just gone to a place called the Pool of Bethesda or Bethsaida. Anyway, uh, Bethesda. And uh, there's a man there that's been laying there for 38 years and couldn't get into the water quick enough when the angel would come and stir it up. If you know the story, the angel would come at, from season to season and would stir up the water and the first person into the pool would be healed. Well, this man had been laying there 38 years, and Jesus came to him and said, you know, uh, would you be healed? And he said, I would love to be healed, but no one can get me into the water quick enough. You know, I can't do it on my own. And he said, by the time I get to the water, somebody's already stepped in, and I, I can't do it. You know, and Jesus said, well, take up your bed and walk. Well, anyway, you know, it's the Sabbath day, so of course the Pharisees, they're all in arms because he's working on the Sabbath day which in all reality God asks him to do. You know, so he's really not doing his own works. He's doing the works of God. But, but we see throughout this, this is what it's all about. Jesus heard what the Father did. And in 19 he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for what things soever he does, these also does the Son likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. I want you just to notice some things in here. For the father loves the son. Verse 20. Are you sons and daughters? God loves you. The father loves you. Another promise. And shows himself or shows him all things that he, am, he himself does. In other words, he shows to his sons and daughters, all things that he, the Father, is doing. So don't tell me you don't know what God is doing. It says right here that he shows it to you. I guess the reality of it is, are you listening? Are you listening? God shows us what he wants done. All we have to do is be doers of that word. Doers of the word. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. Hallelujah. It's all about glorifying God. It's all about just listening to the simple truths of God's words. We are to be doers of the word that God gives us. We are to be listening to hear what God is telling us to do. You know, the Pharisee thought Jesus was off because God told him to heal a man on the Sabbath day. There were many times Jesus tried to explain to him, well, you know, my father is always continually working. 
And when he tells me to do this, I do it. I don't care what day it is. <laughs> I don't care where it's at. I don't care who it is. You know? And that's the way we have to be. We have to cut those old religious thinkings and begin to operate in the Spirit of God, what God asks us to do. And sometimes it's not conventional thinking. You know, God will do whatever it takes to reach a heart and a life. He just needs to do it through us. And I think it was Ken Cowan that told us one time, he said, you know, God will get it done. You know, he may ask you to do it, and if you don't do it, he'll find somebody else, but you will miss the blessing. You will miss the blessing because he asks you to do it. So I want to just encourage you this morning. When God asks you to do something, grab on to the blessing. Grab on to that blessing. Because in doing what God asks us to do, there is a blessing and there is a glory that goes to God's name. You know, and as Christians, that should be our utmost priority, glorifying the name of God, the Father. Hallelujah. So be doers of the word and not hearers only. Father, I just want to thank you for the time we've had to come this morning. I thank you for your word. Lord, as this disastrous occurrence is going on within the world, Lord, may our hearts be stayed upon you. And Lord, may we begin to look through your eyes. And Lord, may we listen with attentive ears to that which you would have us to do. There are many people searching. Hallelujah, Lord. And we have the answer. As Christians, as children of God, we have the answer. We know where that peace is. And truth lie, it's within you. Help us, Lord, to bring peace and stability to lives in this world. Open our eyes to the needs round about us and help us to hear your word and to be doers of that word so that our faith would show forth with works. Hallelujah. Lord, I just love you this morning. Just thank you for each and every one that's here. Lord, for those that are listening beyond these walls, we just ask, Lord, that you would just minister to our hearts and our lives. Cause us, Lord, to rely more fully upon you day by day. For in all reality, Lord, it's just as Jesus said, we can do nothing without you. If we're not hearing your voice and doing what you ask us to do, everything we're doing is useless. Lord, it's not what you've asked us to do. We need to know what you want us to do and do that and that only. Hallelujah. We just give you praise this morning. Just, Lord, pray for this world, Lord, and this nation. That you would begin to bring just a stability to it, Lord. Uh, take away that fear. Lord, just that craziness that's hit us. Father, just ask that you would help us as human beings to act like humans. Lord, and to treat people kindly and justly. Lord, not just being concerned about our own welfare, but the, the welfare of others round about us. We give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Dismissed this morning.